We go to work, and when we're off, we whine about our day. We sip our cares away, and you can do the same, cause you're in a safe place when you're whining with nurses. Hello, Hello. and welcome to Whining Whining with Nurses. nurses. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Kat. I'm Jen. And I'm Desi. And uh, who brought our bottle of wine today? I did. This is um, Vigilance that a friend brought me, and it's a 2015 Cimarron. Oh, very Is that nice. how you pronounce it? I'm actually good. not super familiar know. with this type of wine. <laughs> We're such experts. Uh, we'll it's Cimarron. Well, that's why I thought it was sounded unique. I brought unique. a peanut for later <laughs> yeah. this evening. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and open this and give it a try. And then we have a special guest today yeah. who's on the phone. Here, you open it and we'll do that. Okay. Here, let me hold your thing for you. There you go. Um, yeah, we have a... Hold on. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have Craig on here today. Hi, Craig. Good evening, ladies. How are you? We're good. He's calling all the way from Montana. No way. Yeah. Oh, yes. So he's guy country right here. Hour oh. ahead of us. So he's been super flexible. Oh, thank you so much, Craig. <laughs> That's awesome to take time. Are you on vacation there? No, I live here. Oh my gosh, even better. Well, yeah. thank you people, so much. People live in Montana. <laughs> no way. I thought just yeah. bears were there. There's four of us. And snakes. You want a taste? Uh, I'll have a little okay. taste, yeah. Sure. Um, he used to live here, and he actually worked at the same place Kat and I used, or yeah. I used to work at, and, and I Kat still work does at. work at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what is was your position there, Craig? I was the, I guess, the technical director of nuclear cardiology. Mm-hmm. Ooh, very nice label. Yeah. It's a big word. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't fit on a name tag, so they didn't call it that. <laughs> Just nuclear tech. Just nuclear nuke, tech. Nuke tech. Which, I, I didn't know you were the director. <laughs> Who's well, the only no, one? I w- yeah, yeah. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty easy when you're the only one. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but that's actually, that's actually not true because at the peak of our performance, we had three labs going at the same time. What? You guys, before your time, we had one in Lakeport and one in Ukiah that I was in charge of as well. Wow. That's right. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew Ukiah. Okay. I'm just not another old face. I actually knew (laughs) Actually knew things. Wow. Did you have to travel around to each of the clinics or offices? Occasionally. At first a lot. And then thereafter when we had to fill the void because those two locations aren't geographically the most desirable places to live. So yeah. it was hard to get people to work there. Yeah. Uh, we still have a Ukiah office. And Is it still yours? Uh, oh, that's a good point. Is it not? I don't <laughs> know. Like our Ukiah and Sonoma office, I think we like the doctors go there, but they're not ours. We work out of someone else's office. But I think oh, yeah. they're working on actually... Bridging them. Taking it over, yeah. Anyway, so many changes. Yeah. So tell us um, how you got into that field. Well, it was either prison or (laughs) join the military. So I joined the military. Okay. And it was actually the United States Air Force gave me my start in healthcare. Wow. So I started as an x-ray tech. um, And then I decided, hey, this is kind of fun. The military is not bad at all, and I figured if they want to keep paying for schools, I'll let them. And so they, I got into nuclear medicine technology through them as well. 
how much more schooling is it from uh, X-ray tech to that? Well, the way the military had it structured was the X-ray program was equivalent to a two-year program that they shoved down your throat in about 10 months. Um, and then the nuclear medicine program, because you, you had to be an X-ray tech first in the Air Force to get into nuclear medicine, it was a similar uh, situation because you already had so much of the information being an X-ray tech. So, Wow. It's a, a program. Yeah. I didn't realize you had the X-ray background. Yeah. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't follow through with it. I got tired of doing Barry Menemas at 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, those are the best, though. Why would you get tired of those? <laughs> you know, there's something about seeing the backside of somebody you don't know that early in the morning. And, yeah, uh, maybe after seven the, or something, maybe eight thirty-nine. You don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and a barium swallow for you, and a nice sip yeah. of wine for me. Oh yeah. yeah, you know. So it just didn't do it for me. And nuclear medicine seemed like a better fit. And it was, and it has been for a long time, as Kat and Jen know, I'm not a spring chicken. <laughs> Can you explain, like, to everyone listening, kind of what being a nuclear, working in that department means, what you do, what kind of things you work with, what we look for, et cetera? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, so I think, you know, most people don't realize that nuclear medicine uh, is just part of the radiology umbrella of imaging. You know, we are the diagnostic folks, and when they don't get their answers via CT, ultrasound, or X-ray, uh, um, they come to us, and we give them functional data, basically. From head to toe, any organ your body has, we can pretty much give you an answer. Is it working? If it is, how well? We can compare kidneys right to left. Um, by what we do is we reverse the technology so our patients are radioactive, not the camera. The camera detects radiation because we give the radio pharmaceutical to the patient. Oh, okay. That's and a really IV or actually they here because you know when I worked with Jen and, and Kat there, we did just heart studies. But here I do I'm in a hospital situation, so we do the wide spectrum. And so there are studies where we actually feed patients radioactive eggs and they eat the eggs. I've done wow. that. Really? I did that once because I what what does so, it look for like the slowed um, gastric emptying yeah. like a lot of yeah. diabetics since I'm diabetic um, you can get yeah. gastroparesis so you I ate yeah. these like radioactive eggs and they they did imaging see how slowly it passes through your system well, yeah that's so exactly. crazy exactly yeah. yeah I didn't know you also did that there what other we do also, head to toe, I mean, uh, you know, we don't do any brain scans yet, but we're actually just about complete with a whole new remodel of our department with really nice new systems that will allow us to do really some, you know, a CT uh, uh, PET uh, uh, spect camera that will give us hybrid imaging that'll, our brain, we'll do brain scans now, then we don't do them now unless they're, and this may sound kind of morbid, but we do brain death scans just to verify if they can't verify a patient's dead uh, you know the typical way we can do a brain death scan oh wow is um, that kind of emerging technology no no not at all no no it's been for a long time it's just it's you know nuclear medicine is as good as it is is probably the least used modality because of how it works it's just typically ct and mri can give you the answers or ultrasound but we are the least used modality but everything we do takes a long time our tests are not short. They're a minimum of an hour to three hours, you know, per test. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. um, and there's radiation exposures, you know, people shy away from that. But it's in incredibly valuable information. But the brain death thing has been going on for years. I didn't um, think they did yeah, that. you'd think that influenced the, like, brain dead versus actual dead debates that have gone on, like the morality of withdrawing life support. 
when somebody's right. brain dead, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah with interesting. The, You'd think that would be a conclusive the, evidence. Yeah. It is. It is. But there's extra literature that will say, well, that's not even conclusive. So, yeah. um, you know, I've only done one in the year I've been here. Uh, so we don't do a lot of them. And I wonder if insurance, too, if they... You know yeah, who pushes we'll it? And and the the pay the family was the one that pushes it oh, typically. Yeah, you know, and and I get it. You know, families they want to know, you know, everything yeah. they can, and they want you to do everything can for their loved ones. And typically, there's a lot of neurological type of tests they can do on a patient to verify the the death. But if a family pushes even further, then we'll do a brain death scan on them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah that is interesting. Have, is there a yeah, favorite sweet. type that you like study that you like doing? Oh, I love doing heart studies still. It's yeah. fun. I don't get to be as involved here, which took me a little bit of an adjustment because there I was in charge of the stress test as well. The director. <laughs> you know, but we did all the stress tests. We didn't have a doctor, yeah. a nurse, or an Indian chief in there doing that. We did it all. Yes. And uh, um, here I just sit back and watch and uh, – but it's still fun. I think the heart's an amazing tool and uh, machine, so it's it's fun. But it's it's you know the the downside of imaging is that we aren't ever doing it for a good reason. Yeah, there's and you know so you're always finding out something bad about somebody, and it's you know you just do it with a straight face and don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. How mm-hmm. how often is it that you're looking for one thing and something you end up finding something else? I mean, um, is that really a thing or because oh, yeah. it's so yeah, system-specific? So yeah, you know, uh, heart study is a very good uh, example because the tracer that's used can also pick up lung cancer and breast cancer and parathyroid cancer. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> so it's, in fact, when I worked there, it was, it was we did pick up things like that, you oh. know, and their heart was fine, but their lung or their breast cancer more than once. Um Things like that, but there aren't too many things we do other than that that look for other things. We we do occasionally find some stuff that we aren't looking for, though. But it's not like X-ray or CT because the radio pharmaceuticals are designed specifically for a reason to go to a certain to certain organ, you know, per se. So it's it's hard to gather other data that you weren't looking for. Mm-hmm. And are you exposed to like higher? I know like cath lab nurses um, a lot of the time they'll. Uh, have to take what is that like test to see how much radiological exposure radiation they've had? Mm-hmm. yeah radiation they've had do you do you have a higher amount of that just by the nature well, of your job or because the pay, it's like flipped um like you well, said it, it's the the difference is yes it's flipped but the difference is also the type of radiation um we use radio pharmaceuticals that predominantly give off gamma photons which are stronger than x-ray photons so they're actually less harmful Hmm. Um, and we don't stand around and talk to the patient. You know, you got to kind of separate yourself uh, as much as you can without, you know, looking back and making them feel like they're a leper. You don't, want, <laughs> you don't, you don't dose them and then sit there on their lap and tell stories. You walk away. Right. So, you know, but yeah, we are exposed more, but because of the type of radiation, it's less harmful. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Like currently at my job, so um, my husband and I are trying to get pregnant and... I can't do part of my job now. So we have this like walkie talkie. If something happens and nuke, we get called to, you know, do something, give Zovran or whatever. Today they got right. called. Today they got called uh, because 
this like really young girl was was walking running on the treadmill and they couldn't get the stickies to stay on her chest so they had two people in there and they were falling off. They put them on one second later, they were off. So they had them trying to hold them on while she's running on the treadmill. <laughs> Even when she lied down on the bed, like they couldn't keep the stickies on her. Was she really so fun. sweaty? Yes, yeah, she was sweaty. But she said even like when she wore like a Zio or something, like a heart monitor, it wouldn't stay on her. It stayed for two days and then it was gone. She just has that skin that's just really slippery. Oh I don't know. Whoa. <clears throat> but anyway, my point was I can't do that part of my job anymore. So I'm like feel kind of bad because I'm offloading onto the other girls. So even if, let's say, someone did a stress test a new, um, and then they're in the waiting room and are having chest pain, I now have to take over what my coworker was doing and they have to go do that because I don't want to be around the patient since they are radioactive, mm-hmm. not just our machine. So, you know, yeah. our, you know, my boss was like, yeah, you shouldn't be around the patients or right. in the room. So I just don't even go over there anymore. How long are they radioactive? Uh, 24 to minimum 24 hours. It depends on the dose amount they get because each scan has a different amount of radiation they get. But mm-hmm. detectable exposure amount that's going to be anywhere. And I don't, I, I don't even want to use the word harmful because radiation gets a bad name. But we tell people to stay away for at least 24 hours if somebody's baby, you know, taking care of somebody's kids or whatever the case may be, which we had quite often in Sonoma County. You know, family members helping out with babies and stuff like that, uh, babysitting or bringing their parents or grandparents for tests, you know, and they were pregnant, things like that. Yeah. And you take the precautions too. And even, you know, anyone that went in there has the the badge, mm-hmm. right? Oh, that yeah. monitors we, we how monitor, much just, radiation, we monitor just which is like never anything. Check. Yeah. We wear a badge and a ring in a ring badge as well. They're they're made differently to detect the type of radiation we use versus an X-ray. But yeah, we are badged and we train them out every month and then we get a report. And if we have limits, we can get and if we get close to those limits, we get a little talking to and saying, you know, what the hell's going on? Why you so, why your badge report so high? It's never happened here, but it happened all the time at my job there. Oh, and, really? and is that because you were like around the patients a lot talking or something? And then well, I mean, you look at how small that space is. And right. sometimes we had three different patients at one time. Somebody under the cameras, somebody sticking an IV in, and somebody on the test test. Mm-hmm. And you, so one of the things I wasn't good at was stuck, was staying away from the patients because I like BSing with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I just didn't, I just really didn't care. I know that I'm not going to die from it. I really know that. Yeah. And uh, I can't blame my sense of humor or my bald head from the radio. <laughs> so do you feel like the uh, the development of these, what did you call them, radio pharmaceuticals? Radio pharmaceuticals, yeah. Yeah. How has that been over the years? I mean, if you've um, been you in this field for so not, long. Not a lot of change. There really hasn't. Um, the stuff that we use there for the heart studies came out in 1990. You know, and it's still, and the one I use here is similar, but it came out in the mid-90s. Okay. Um, there's nothing else new on the horizon for heart studies. You know, the new development tracers are more in the PET realm. Okay. For PET scanners. In fact, there's a newer one out there. We have a PET center here that's attached to the cancer center that we run. Um, and we use a, a particular one there for the studies we do. But there's a new one that... That is more sensitive for cancer pickup, but, you know, it costs expense, you know, money in Montana, believe it or not, is just not on the flight path anywhere. You have to kind of 
Really? I would never <laughs> guess that. I don't understand that, but we here in Montana appreciate you people not coming. Because <laughs> it preserves the beauty of it, right? Exactly. That's it what makes it does best. preserve the beauty of it. Yes, it does. Uh, but there are certain things that have made its way here that's shocking, like drugs and gangs, but that's, that's everywhere. So That's par for the course. And that wasn't there before? When he lived in oh, Montana? Oh, near as prevalent as it was now. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, with my job now in the hospital, and I work Friday through Monday typically, and on the weekends I just take care of inpatients. So it's limited on what I do on the weekends. So I help the radiology team, uh, and um, it's fun to be in the emergency room. Oh, I bet. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you could probably get some crazy stories rolling through there. Oh, my gosh. The feel, drunks, free, feel free to share some if you have any. The, the drunks that are just so drunk they can't. We had one last weekend that kept falling out of his gurney onto the floor. Oh, no. Him. And that counts probably as a fall. <laughs> exactly. He fell twice. Yeah, you have to document a oh, whole package. Yeah, this is a problem he with was, our medical system. He was climbing over the, climbing over the rail of the bed, falling, and he oh said, I'm so sorry. He's like, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, he felt bad because he was making it more work for everybody. But At least he I felt did. bad. There's been, uh, let's see, an interesting gentleman. I learned that this was from a gentleman who drank a lot and did a lot of drugs, probably meth, crack, that hand sanitizer is a really quick, instant high. And he says, he told me, Craig, it's just like heroin, man. You got to try it. <laughs> it's just like heroin? <laughs> yeah, he says, really, he says it's really a quick, instant high. Just get some hand sanitizer, man. It's really cool. I said, are you serious? And he says, yeah. Do you sniff do you, it? Yeah, do you what's the route <laughs> yeah. for that? I don't know what's in hand sanitizer. I can't imagine. I think I would throw up if I ate it. I know. It. Do you smoke it? <laughs> but no, you need it. Um, you just eat it. So I talked to the ER nurse and said, what the hell is the deal here? He said, oh, yeah, we, have to be, we can't leave them in a room alone. We don't, they're trying to get away from the hand sanitizer and use more of a foaming stuff. Because oh, yeah. We have they'll steal. They mm. will steal it. If they see it, That's they'll so steal weird. it. That's weird. No wonder wow. we have a foam. <laughs> That's I've never what? me neither, but we have foam too now. Yeah. I don't like it. Oh, you don't? I like no. the foam better. I like the foam too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably why, because people use it to get high. Oh, yeah, never thought sense. of that. Never yeah, knew. soon they're gonna, you know, well, when you go to buy it. I'm, I'm giving you guys another way to get high, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how, like, when you go buy allergy meds and cold meds, they monitor that, and you have to sometimes show your ID, and mm -hmm. they're probably right. soon gonna do that for like Purell. Yeah. Just, do me, just do me a favor and don't start a podcast about hand sanitizer nurses. <laughs> oh, God. No. Maybe we should cancel this episode now. We're giving people bad ideas. Or I guess I already had them, so never mind. That's crazy. So that was, no. You know, we get a lot of, it, I, I see a lot of interesting thing there. More, you know, a lot of trauma, a lot of MVAs, you know, bad, Ooh. bad stuff. Yeah. Bad stuff. Uh, an interesting one probably this winter, though, was a gentleman was snowmobiling with a shotgun, a coyote Ooh. hunting. Oh my gosh. And, and he hit a cattle guard and the shotgun went off. Oh, oh Montana. But, <laughs> but, yeah, well, guess where the shotgun blasted? I don't know. I don't want to know. I know. I'm scared. <laughs> His lower leg, I hope. His crotch. Yeah, a little bit higher than that. A little bit. Here you go. Oh, no. The shrapnel. No, that <laughs> is just like you can't even make that stuff Did, up. <laughs> but what happened? Well, nobody really knows what the hell happened. I, and I still can't figure out how it happened. But that's what happened. No, it not, went off. Not how it happened. What <laughs> happened to his... Did he, he lose... Lost, he lost part of himself. Oh, his hell. favorite part of himself. Oh, my God. Good thing there's implants. Yeah, right, I think he lost his right finger. Um, oh, man. Wow. He, was not in, he was in a lot of pain. Yeah. Oh, man, I bet. Well, and embarrassed. Well, that's why you get for coyote hunting. 
loaded shotgun. Yeah, with a loaded shotgun on the snowmobile. Oh. Listen, hunting and guns here are just that's that's just not unusual. I that's know. The way it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. hunting. But I see more interesting stuff there than I do in my department because we just don't get that kind of thing. Oh you no, know, yours is pretty know. routine. Yeah, other than the brain dead stuff, we don't yeah. do anything. It's not like emergency situations. Yeah. Our patients are sick, you know, but uh, not not that messed up. Even Man. though I know it can turn into emergencies, which I know you've seen. Oh yeah, we've done. I haven't been involved. Uh, one code. Really? But I, For a know, stress test? Yeah. In Montana stuff, yeah. or here? here? Well, I did more than one there. Yeah, that's what I thought. Full-on yeah. cardiac mm-hmm. arrest? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. But here I don't, I think there's only been one that I was around and I, it was a weekend and, and he didn't really call, but he's, he he did, he braided down to basically all of a sudden no heart rate for a short period of time and oh, wow. I, and we, he was fine. We just got him back on his back and uh Gave him some meds. Did what we needed to do. And <laughs> yeah. It was fine. And I think he went to heart cath shortly thereafter. Ooh. Uh, speaking Ooh. of the wine, we haven't talked about no. that yet. <laughs> I wish yeah. Craig could be enjoying this. It's I know. Are really you nice. drinking anything, Craig, with us? Uh, no, I'm not. I, I don't drink alone anymore. And I went out last night for a glass of wine. But, uh, there you go. Well, it's fine. We'll drink but for I you. Still, well. I still have some of my VJB Sonoma County wine here. Oh, you do. Oh, Good. Very nice. Yes. Of course, I do. I get the uh, Henry takes care of me, I, and you still get the shipments. Yeah. Yeah. If okay. whenever I want it. Yeah. This is really the wine we're drinking. I really like it. Yeah, I think it's very smooth. It's balanced. It's not what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. yeah balanced. I, I thought it'd be word. like more of a European yes. type. I don't know what I was thinking. What was it? it was the, what was the the, bland, the, Cimarron. the bottle? Cimarron. It's a uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's a red blend. Does like it say County it on the back? Red wine. Probably says it on the back. Somewhere. I was thinking the Cimarron is a. Um, I did. I had a my mine last night was a blend. I love a good blend. Yeah. It's just kind of nice. I really like blends. Yeah, this one's really good. Drink. Yeah, I thought this would yeah. be more dry or tannic. I'm only drinking very... a little bit, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, it is a blend. It's Syrah so Grenache. We have a newborn. We have a new mother there. Well, a few months, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, still, still new. <laughs> And then we have somebody that wants to have a baby. Is it? I get that? Yeah. She actually, after I had my baby, decided she still wants to have one. <laughs> she wants to be just like you, Your Jen. baby is so sweet. Yeah. You yeah. always wanted dirty babies. I remember those comments. <laughs> there were a bunch of dirty babies playing in the dirt. Exactly. I, I want a dirty baby. She's yeah. going to have triplets. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't even put that in the universe. <laughs> Don't even. No, I want one Maybe only. twins. Yeah. No, we're, we're like actively trying and, you know. You were actively trying before you got married. But, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. well, that's. <laughs> different. There were She's things stopping that. Fever. fever. That is, that is kind of healthcare we're talking about. So yeah. Babies, oh, so. it's fine. We talk. We go on tangents. No, we, I mean we've talked a lot about. We've talked about this before. I said that in the last couple episodes, ago, I was going to share the whole journey because being type one diabetic, it is interesting. And so far, um, I have been really struggling with my blood sugar. So my blood sugar the past six to nine months has been amazing. Best A one C. Everything's been great. But then. Um, so we started trying, I don't know, a week or two ago, a week and a half, two weeks ago. And then about four days ago, my blood sugar became impossible. I don't know if it's just, you know, Mars is in retrograde or, you know, who knows what. And, Cause there's a thousand things that affect blood sugar. So it could be that, but I'm using like 
double to triple the amounts of insulin I normally need to bring down like 130 blood sugar. I'm using like four units, whereas it used to be like one and a half. So I don't know if that means anything is going on because it's like if you don't have the, so the placenta is what secretes an anti or an insulin resistant hormone, but that's, that wouldn't even be there yet. So I don't like, I have no idea. I don't know if just like. Maybe you have a super placenta. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't it's exist It's just one yet. cell already yeah. hyper secreting. Exactly. Tell me you don't preserve it after you have a baby. Oh God. It's just, don't do it. Don't what? Preserve, preserve it. The placenta. the placenta. Oh no, I'm not. People I'm not, like no. put it into capsules. Yeah. I don't think that's crazy. I mean, animal, I mean it, all animals eat their placenta. I, I yeah. don't know if I'm going to do it. their but, own with that, but yeah. I wasn't going to. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to save it. Just know that I'm not coming to your house for dinner yet. <laughs> hey, if I invite Full you over, pie. you better eat whatever I give you. <laughs> if you invite me over, I'm bringing my own damn food. <laughs> that might be wise. <laughs> no, I'd save that for myself. <laughs> yeah, that's too valuable. I'm trying to decide. I have a week off in August, and I'm trying to decide what to do, so you never know. Oh, yeah. A week off in August. Yeah, you should come visit us all. You could be on the podcast again in person. In person, And yeah, have some live, wine live in a person. Radio version, so much better. <laughs> well, it's technically radio version still. Oh, true. But you get to, I would get to drink wine with you. Though. Yeah. In person radio person. In live in person radio. And Sarah yeah. would be there. Yeah. Yep. We would make her be here. Yeah. Sarah's enjoying, what is she doing right now? She's, She's on, on the, the Rogue River. She's Rogue River. Rogue yeah. River. And she must be cut off from like the rest of the world because. Yeah. Which is her favorite thing ever yeah. to not have her phone uh, on her. And, I think it's only fitting because she's been harassing me to do this for a long time. And now that I've finally done it, she's not on. I know. <laughs> she roped you in and she left town for yeah, it. Yeah, she skipped town. She, she's going to regret it. That's why I chose to do it because she wasn't on. <laughs> Just a spider. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, it's good. It's another reason if you do come to have you on because Sarah would be here and be really, it'd be cool. Yeah. And you're... I think you guys should all come here instead, but that's just oh, me. that might work. You I mean, know, if we go on the I road with this show, who that knows? That would be so fun. Been on the road, podcast from live from Montana. Come on, I would love to go to Montana. Yeah, I just what? don't see any vacations in my future. Yeah, babies love Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? That's true. Do they love road trips? Do they love Montana? <laughs> talk about it all the time. Everybody loves Montana. Yeah, take a baby on a so plane. The air, is, the air is very clear. You can tell. Oh you yeah. That. So you used to live there and then born came and here and then moved back. Is that what I'm gathering? Born and raised in Montana. Yeah, born and raised here. And then the military took me away. And then I spent, uh, I guess, a total of 28 years in California. Wow. Yes. And that was time. The great and sky then, called you back. Well, there were reasons, yes. So it was time to come home. Nice. Yep. It was time to come home. I think I wore out my welcome there. How long are you planning to stay working there? Or like working in hospital, I guess. Well, if I have it my way, five more years. Yeah. And if six, you retire. Six at most. Six at most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since I've been working on that and, you know, I did buy a house. We kind of got, try, you know, we're not really talking about healthcare. What the hell? Um, it's so, fine. <laughs> Fine. You know, I bought a home, but the mortgage is no more than it was actually less than the rent I was paying. You know, so um, I got a great little house I'm remodeling, um, and Roxy loves it because it has a yard. She can go in and out, run around, and play. Oh, that's, that's his, his dog. dog. Yeah. 
Aww, really, really cute so dog. Fun. We should post a picture on the on Instagram for, of Roxy. Oh yeah, she's adorable. Do you have a Do you have a current one of her? No, you have to send me one. I'll send you one. Yeah, she, please she, do. I gotta tell you, she's the funniest damn thing in snow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Was that the first time she saw it? Yeah. Yeah. And she literally buries herself in it. Oh, so cute. That's so cute. I want to see a picture of that. Yeah, buried in the snow. I actually have some cool pictures of her running, little video clips of her running in the snow. Oh, yeah, you should send those. We can post those. That's so cute. Oh, Roxy. I love animals in the snow. Mm -hmm. Just I've seen those. The videos videos, of them diving in. (laughs) Or the corgi. The cats are like, (laughs) (laughs) well, it's so fun. Yeah. I know. We don't get that here, though. I feel like the weather is changing and now we're getting like more. Um, extremes Mm -hmm. so we're getting hotter summers and colder winters and I mean I feel like in like five ten years it could snow here more regularly in five or ten years Montana is gonna be the new California yeah (laughs) I know it's just moving because Um, it is becoming more democratic here as well versus really yeah it's a republican state but there are a lot of the younger generations are bringing up the democratic demographic Mm -hmm. kind of Um, like Texas so it's awesome. kind of balancing it out, which is good. I think it's good yeah. to have a balance. Yeah. It's good to have a balance in a changing culture. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So what else, ladies? Tell me. So the other, I'm sorry, the uh, young lady who I don't know. Oh, yeah, Desi. The mystery. Desi, what, what, <laughs> yeah. What my- the hell, where, why, how did you get involved with these wonderful ladies? Well, they kind of trapped me into it, you know? They were like, do you want to well, be a know, guest on our podcast? <laughs> And I, I know that too, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I uh, work with Sarah at um, a hospital. We work on a cardiac unit together. And okay. she asked me if I wanted to be a guest. And I said, yeah. And it turned out to be super fun. And I and met Sarah, Kat and Jen. And, and Sarah and I were really drunk. And we kept asking Desi <laughs> if she wants to be a host because Jen was out having her baby. We're like, we need another host. And and, and I, I remember myself being very drunk and keep continually asking you, you'd be so good. Do you want to join our team? Oh, I thought I just was really good. <laughs> Correction. You were fabulous. Thank you. Thank She's you very much. She's good sober too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at, and I'm loving it. So, yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, and no, I get to hear it. kind of it's a nice perspective, especially with Cat working in a, a cardiology office, and most of yes. the patients I have come from a cardiology office, or I need to link them up with one. So it's always uh, nice to have a more realistic understanding of what that's like for a patient, mm-hmm. so I can recommend yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think that that office does a well, at least they used to do a great job. Hey, um, and then you left and everything <laughs> fell to shambles. <laughs> crap after I left. That happens when I leave places too. Yeah, it's a burden. I know. It's a burden. It's, a burden. <laughs> it's hard to be right all the time, isn't but it, Craig? The good news is that the hospital here is so much better now. And they're happy, so what the hell? Yeah, there you go. Win-win. Everyone <laughs> wins. Yeah, I know. Well, we feel lucky to have Desi and... Um, on the podcast and you Jen back. No, I was going to say something <laughs> oh, else. She was going to say something. I was going to say something else. Jen, Jen, do you bring the baby to the, the podcast? Are we exposing to this baby to the podcast? Um, I usually do bring him, but tonight I 
was able to leave him, which was good because sometimes he wakes up and has he, something to say. Yeah, he <laughs> he's chimed in a couple episodes. Yeah, it's been yeah fun. he has his little tiny wine glass. <laughs> you guys will do anything to get a guest on. This <laughs> yeah, we will just make someone else pop out a baby so yeah. we can have another guest. Come That's on, guys. Cat needs to. Yeah. yeah, come on. I'm working on it. It yeah. might be in there. I have no we idea. It's such a weird time. You're like, I don't know. Is the it the two week wait? It sucks. Yeah, I just yeah. learned about that last night that it's called the two-week wait. I I didn't even know that was a thing. What is that? So so it's the time between after your ovulation and then the two weeks before your next period. So you're not for, you can't be, I mean, you can't get pregnant anymore, but you also can't find out because it's too soon to test. Okay. So it's like a two-week period of going like- Are you going to get your period or can you take a pregnancy test? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. is it in there? Like, should I be not drinking or should I be like, (laughs) like, you know, I'm just drinking a little bit. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Everyone I know basically are like alcohol babies. So their parents were like <laughs> drunk and got pregnant. And so I figure I'm fine. I've been like avoiding everything. I don't drink caffeine. I, and this oh, has been like goodness. for like four months uh, and alcohol. And I'm I'm being yeah. pretty good, but I have to be because well, like, good. I already like type one gives me all these like yeah, genetic mutation risks anyway. So I'm more laxadaisical. <laughs> yeah. Well, is is Zion with you? Yes, Zion. She's here. outside. She's locked outside. She likes to get entangled in all of our wires. <laughs> but she's here. I'll play her so she can hear your voice. I mean, I'll play this so she can hear your voice. Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, Craig. It was so it? nice. Yeah. yeah. Do you have Let's anything see. else you want to add? What's that? If you have anything else you want to add, an exciting story, well, I, or I guess you told uh, us words of wisdom. I, I was going to tell you about the story, and I was going to tell you this, but then I thought, what the hell? It is a podcast about healthcare that we do whatever we need to do to keep our patients. Yeah, is this the story you told me? Yes. Yes, I want to hear. I tell telling, the story. I was telling Jen for the first time in uh, 33 years, is that right? 1986, 19, 2008. Yep. I had to wipe a patient's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how sad for you. Just wow. for the first time. The stuff that we do every how day. How traumatizing <laughs> that must have been yeah. for you. Tell us, you what, know, how did that happen? Well, he had a stress test. and a heart. So he's there for a heart study. And as you know, the pharmacological agent we use, uses, we use, some, we use the same as the office. Mm-hmm. Can cause digestional issues, you know. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he comes back to us and getting ready to take a second set of pictures. And he says, you know, Craig, I probably should go to the bathroom. He said, no problem. He said, well, I got to go number two. And I said, okay, no problem. He said, well, it is because, you know, you're going to need to help me. I said, uh, explain. <laughs> explain he yourself. <laughs> and he says, well, at home, I have a, I have a, he basically made a extendable like, stick to help. Like a back scratcher? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it had some, yeah. It was a good device <laughs> to help him clean his business up. And he says, I, I, I have to go number two and I don't have that with me and you're going to have to do that for me and I said oh really I said okay well let's get it done so <laughs> and we uh, we did it and it was interesting was so, it a real bonding experience for you guys <laughs> well what do you think you're in the bathroom with the gentleman we don't need to guess we know how we feel about yes. this because we've all done it 80 million times <laughs> spreading a very large man's butt cheeks to clean you know good about it because I wanted to make sure it was really clean. You know, you can probably attest to this now. It's all in the wrist. That's (laughs) where the real action comes. 
Tessie, it's all in the red. It all comes. It all comes from the ability to just not think about what you're doing. Yeah, yep. exactly. Oh, yeah. That's all of nursing. There you go. You can be a nurse now. Just don't. Yeah, you put on your nurse face. Think about what you're doing. Yeah, you put on your nuclear job. tech face. We had but, this. It's what you have to do. You take care of people. That's your job. Yep. yep. We had this patient who was um, just not a very nice person at all, and just criticized the care she had. And she had a a line infiltrate, but she had told all the higher ups that somebody left a tourniquet on her arm for three days. Oh my gosh! And she was just awful. And you, I was helping her get from the commode back into bed, and I had to hold that arm so she wouldn't fa- fall. And she was like, "Careful." That arm was almost amputated off from a tourniquet. And I was like, oh, I'm really sorry, you know. And she's like, do you enjoy abusing elders? And I I wanted to be like, ma'am, I just wiped your ass. Yeah. (laughs) Abuse, I just wiped your butt. Come on. I think I was abused. Yeah. Uh, No. Anyways. Do you enjoy enjoy abusing healthcare providers? Yes, that's that's the question. She did. She took great, great joy in it. But she made you do it anyhow. (laughs) Oh, I just love that. (laughs) Yep, there's a lot of those. A lot of people (laughs) asking me to place the urinal. "Mm." Yes, that's a big one. (laughs) Here, can you hold this urinal for me? Oh yeah, it's the worst. Oh, I'm so looking forward going back to work. I have to try that urinal trick. I never used that. (laughs) Yeah, it's not even holding it. They want you to like put it in there. You're like, I'm pretty sure you can. I don't think I can find it. Yeah, it it starts with. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. So good. Well, that's disgusting. You know that because I got to tell you from my experience in the hospital there, as Jen can attest, she saw me. Um, That it does does something to that little guy down there. It doesn't want to be there. (laughs) (laughs) It's on strike. Well, you got a tube coming out the damn thing. What do you expect it to do? Seriously. Yeah, I know. That is traumatizing. And now that I was a patient recently, that was traumatizing. You had a catheter, right? Didn't you have a C-section? Yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah, that's fun. I was like, get this stuff out of me. The IV, the everything. I'm like, ow, I don't like this. Sick of it. Yes. I know. I'm like, get it out of me. Well, I didn't expect it to be so bad. I was, try- I was a good patient. I was trying my best. How long did you have the catheter until? Um, actually, it was, and they had to put two in me because I had the epidural. And then when I went to have the C-section, they put another one back in. And anyway, then the next day he took it out, like within 24 hours. Mm. He was like, oh, I told the nurse, you probably want it out. You could have it in tonight if you want. I'm like, no, get that thing out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, yeah. If you're giving me a choice. Please take it out. Yeah, which <laughs> just, is good because like infection too. Right. From a man's perspective, and as an older gentleman, um, you know, not having it out to get out of bed to go pee at night is a wonderful experience. <laughs> yeah, Super, you know, so that was there was one good thing about it. Yeah, I kind of am tempted to be like, can I just live I with? Know. I get up so many times at night to pee, and I've done that for a million years. So, catheter sounds nice, but not nice. But nice yeah. in the, in, yeah. the, in that aspect. Well, that's like why he said I could have left it in is because it was like right after the C-section. A little painful to get up. Yeah. Go. But I think I was just so tired. I didn't. What's really sexy is going to a bar for drinks with a drain bulb sticking out the bottom of your shirt. With a bag. Down. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a Jackson like had, drain? You yeah. had the drain, right? Yeah. Yeah, for a little bit. That's yeah. a conversation. Better. That's a hot look. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, at least it isn't a catheter bag. 
a full no, catheter bag. Because some people have those, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of patients who have those. Like bags. Yeah, they have to carry around their pee. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, they don't seem ashamed of it when they walk in her office. They're just like, whatever. Shameless. Fuck this. Yeah. Over it. Yeah. You dump it. You dump it for me. Yeah. Well, I do so, hope that you come in August and then you can be on our show again. We will see. The chances are probably pretty slim. I know. But yeah, that'd be then. fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. But either way. It would be good to see everybody. And we can probably arrange some patience for you to uh, practice your new skill set on. (laughs) I think that if you're speaking about my one-time experience. (laughs) Oh, shoot. We can make it a not one-time. If you work in that hospital long enough, it's probably not going to be a one-time experience. That's true. Yeah, I have a suspicion. Yeah. Are you going to add that to your list of what patients need to bring? (laughs) No. Your resume. (laughs) Please bring your wiping device. Yeah, that should be on our prep. The prep. Any Bring all your living special accommodations. Yeah. Oh man, I was kind of curious on what it looked like. To be honest, with you. so what did that look like? Like, yeah. did he create this, or is it something we could market? Or hey, well, there you go. that's yeah, a good idea. Yeah, you could make and put on a website. Sell on Etsy. <laughs> Add little like. Knitted handles to it. We can engrave engrave your name on the on the diamond encrusted. You could bedazzle it for women. You you come through. Yep. So this is why you got to keep up your flexibility in your old age. It's a good idea, (laughs) so that people can stay independent. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, the guy I got the guy credit because he was, you know, he had the uh, intuition and and the skill set to develop such a tool. Yeah. We can, you know, you got to you got to give them that. True, true. Sometimes these people are pretty smart. I think when you have to resort, you resort to anything. Especially that you're like, I'm going to figure out something so I can wipe my own ass. You know, like that's if you're going to be ingenious, that's the time to do it. Because who yeah. who wants to, as an adult, like call someone over? You know, that's true. If you're a four year old, on the other hand, <laughs> you can do it yourself, and you won't. You're going to call anyone. Why my butt? I can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, it's a different. I I don't know, maybe I yeah, I think that's probably why they invented those what the days. That's what they're called. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Europe, I guess that's what we need here, huh? We need. Then we don't have power. to worry about that. Well, you still have we to need. wipe your butt, and then you use the bidet. <laughs> <laughs> but wiping your butt with dry is different than wiping your butt yes. dirty. Yes, we have in our bathrooms. Some of our bathrooms on our unit have like this shower head that comes down to like rinse out the toilet. And some one of the patients thought that was a bidet. Oh, but I know it, what you're talking it's about. Like, it comes out like it's like oh. a, a power wash. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So oh my god. He like basically flooded the bathroom. Oh my god. Because oh, there's that panicked moment you can't figure out how to turn something off. Yeah. It's just yeah, like it's, poop and water everywhere. Yeah. And it won't go down the drain. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Anyways. No, but with the bidet, you have to like wipe your poop first, and then you use the bidet with the water, and then wipe again. Wipe it dry. Yeah. Hmm. You don't just like let the water squirt your poop off. <laughs> I was just scared to use one in Europe. You didn't tell me that the water is not recyclable. That's all I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I think for a man that would probably work out. Better. That's going to be Brita's next product is like a Brita filtered bidet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. To be extra bougie. Nasty. It reminds me of the old days of working for a city street crew fixing sewer drains. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yikes. 
Uh, See, that's the downfall is being the smallest and skinniest one because you're always the one that goes down the mat. <laughs> yep, you fit, you fit in just right. Oh, it's no. just a, it's not a good place to be. No, just, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it was good training for healthcare. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's true. true. Yeah, you yeah. always can think. Okay, there is something worse than this moment, and it's crawling into a septic manhole. Yeah, walking around and crawling worse around than and wiping the butt. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, what a great way to end the conversation. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, that's how most of our conversations end anyway. Oh, yeah, it all comes back to poo. Yep, yep. Everybody poops. I think we had an episode too. It was just like the poop episode. Yeah, it, it's actually because called we're that. obsessed about it in healthcare. Yeah. Really. Yeah, want to know about your poop? Want to see your poop? Want to have your pooping? Yeah. Color. I know. I was frequency. happy. I pooped when I was a patient. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's one more box we can check off. Before yeah, we we're send like, you woohoo! Home. You pooed. Now you can leave. Yeah, <laughs> they they made us this way for a reason. We might as well use it. Do it right. Yeah. Go, yep. Blow that's, your nose. That's true, oh, though. They won't let you leave unless you can have a bowel movement and pass gas. Oh, as long as you're passing gas. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. I remember one of my first surgeries. They said, "Well, you can go home." And I said, "When?" They said, "Well, as soon as you can pee and go to the bathroom at the same, you know, before with uh, at the same also, time." <laughs> Still the working time, on it. Patting your belly and rubbing your head. No, I said, you have to be able to have your own movements before you leave. And I said, get the hell out of my way. And, uh, we'll figure this out. So I went and spent the rest of the afternoon in the toilet. Oh, my God. I like it they when patients me. get really hyper-focused on their bowel movements. And it's like all they can talk about. And they update you constantly about it. It's actually yeah, pretty well, entertaining. It's, yeah, some, for some people, it's, 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 it's the highlight of the Especially day. Especially men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love their favorite thing to come out. I just lost five pounds. <laughs> I'm like, I think I lost like 0.200 of an ounce. It's because it's been a week since they pooed, so that's why. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Who, the woman? Oh, my God. No, just the patient. Oh. You know, when they get really oh, constipated, the oh, and yeah. then that's when yeah. they're happy and they lost five pounds. Yeah. No, I'm saying like, I feel like men say that all the time, just on the day. Oh. Like, oh, I'm like five pounds later. <laughs> like, what are you pooping out? A truck. How much are you eating to make that much of a difference in your body? I don't know. (laughs) Unless this is something I'm just missing out on and most people feel really relieved. It's just just another one of those things. Men always, we don't understand size very well. So, you know, they're bragging about the size of their poop. (laughs) (laughs) To women who are like, okay. Sounds gross. Thank you for enlightening me. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. That's how you know you know someone really well. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that. Honey, yeah, guess the size of my <laughs> yeah. poop. <laughs> yep. Some things are best. It's not that big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're good. Yeah. We're good. We're on. We're on time. We're on time. We're time. It's time, guys. You can quit anytime you'd like. Actually. <laughs> no, it's, we're having fun. It's quitting time. But yeah, I think no. that we, you know. Usually when stories. we start talking about poop, that's our like <laughs> yeah. intuitive. Like, okay. <laughs> we're like, oh, we're, we're circling. We're sharing too much. We're sharing too much. We're circling the drain. Uh, <laughs> as if Paula would say too the much. Way to know how many people are listening, you probably can understand that the minute the poop conversation started, the listeners fell off. <laughs> right. A sharp decrease in okay. our listening. It well, probably depends who's listening. If nurses are listening, they're probably still hanging on. But yeah, they're probably like, on yes, strong. the texture is very important yeah. to know. Oh, yeah, and the bristle. Remember we talked about the bristle? Oh, the bristle oh, yeah. stool scale. Yeah, that's when Sarah was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know that was a thing. I can't believe she didn't know that. I, I know. Like we all Where did that she in go nursing to school? nursing school? Well, I don't think we talked about it in nursing school. I think it is a newer thing. 
I learned about it in nursing school. Did really? You guys are not. so old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Craig's like, okay. She's like, starts crying. <laughs> we lost him now. <laughs> There's a stool scale. Did you hear yes. that? Did you know about that? I agree with that. I feel like I should go to the bathroom now after all this conversation. Yeah. Look it up. But the stool scale. And then go compare your stool. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. If Are you going five. to the bathroom? <laughs> no, it's not even. What? I'm not that rude, no. Oh, well, it sounded <laughs> echoey and I heard some water and I was like, dude, he's taking a pee on the pod. This is a first. I'm walking, again, went to the kitchen sink. I'm walking around my echoing house because it's under remodel. Oh, mode. sure. Uh-huh. It's okay. It's like, <laughs> we're, we're amongst friends. Oh, my gosh. We're nurses. We've yeah. heard it all. No, if we're good. Toilet, if you hear the toilet flush, it might be. <laughs> That would have been appropriate for this yeah, end of the episode. You know? Just do it now for yeah. Shits and Eagles. Huh? That's what we should end the episode with. <laughs> That's a good way to end all your podcasts. Oh, God. Oh, we're having too much fun with this. I feel like that would bring us down a little bit. I don't know if a toilet flush is a good way to be remembered. sign off. Yeah. That's a little rude, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. thanks, Craig, for coming. Thank you so well, much. Thank you for being patient and, and, you know, working on this. It's It's been a pleasure. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice to um, sort of meet you. Yeah, <laughs> meet your voice. Nice to, nice to meet your voice. We'll have yes. to show you a picture. Yeah. yeah. Send Mostly us a picture of you and, and your dog. The dog. I'm very I interested will, in that. As soon as I get off the phone, Kat, I'll send you some stuff on Roxy. Good. We'll post it and we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Guys. Have a good All one. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Good night. Good night. Good night.